well, stop watching it then. Like, block me. I don't. I'm not. You don't have to stop. comment as well. Like, but, you like, could just scroll. But there's nothing wrong with coming from TikTok, and I think you should, like it should be something that you're proud of because I think social media is this new portfolio of talent, and I think it's fab. I, I worked with a creator that? and got one. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm so sorry. I've, I'm. I'm tightening up. Monica Geldart, welcome to the podcast. Thank I know you. I shouldn't have favourites, but you're one of my favourites. So Can I'm very excited to be speaking to you. Thank you. I wanted to start because I've spoke to you so many times about your life and your career, and we've talked so much about your social media, but I've not really ever dug, dug into your acting <gasps> and where it all started. So God. when did you start acting? When did you get the book for it? Uh, pr- um, probably since I was like, able to walk and talk I would just be like dancing around yeah like I know that's not acting but like I'd like to perform loads of like home videos home video yeah. oh my god yeah I'd be like right dad get the camera I'm gonna do some ballet for you like, I've never done ballet in my life um just sort of performing and then I think you get into reception don't you and then you put on little shows for your parents to come and watch you used to just absolutely love it and then Did you I ever sing <laughs> I've never heard you sing. I can't sing. No, no, no. And I can't sing. And do you know what? I'm not one of those people that's like, I can't sing. And then we'll like belt out the like hardest Beyonce song. I cannot sing. I had singing lessons for a while and there's no improvement. Because they usually come in tandem, don't they? Like drama school singing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you can sing, dance and act, you're a triple threat, but I am a single. I had no dancing either. No, 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 no. I'm really not musical theatre kid. And, um, it's funny as well because my agent is like, if you if there's something you don't want to get put forward for, whether that's like gambling, mm. um, advertisement or, um, you know, money lending advertisement, then just let me know. So I was like, well, yeah, don't want to do that. And no musical theatre. <laughs> I just can't do it. I don't have the knack. I really wanted to. And like when I was younger, I used to go to dance lessons and I was just that kid in the class that the parents probably thought, oh, she's having fun, isn't yeah. she? But I just didn't. I just didn't have it. And, um, but yeah, always went to like drama clubs and dance clubs. And I did, I did really enjoy it. But I think that acting kind of took more of a lead when I was about 13. And I was like, right, I need to accept the fact that I'm not going to be a dancer or a singer. And actually, I just enjoyed the acting more. I just yeah. loved it. But when I was a kid, like, I would always play, you know, make believe and play with your toys in an imaginary. Yeah. <laughs> this is starting to explain so much yeah. uh, no, did you go to, to drama school though no I didn't so I when I finished school at 18 I went to sixth form I got in by like the skin of my teeth because I didn't do very well in school um and I only really got into sixth form because my drama teacher I was like I went to my drama teacher and I said I'm not getting into sixth form I don't know what to do and I was gonna have to go to at the small college in the town that I lived in, but I, I didn't, I don't know. There was something about the college and I didn't really want to go and I wanted to go to sixth form. All my friends were there. I didn't have many GCSEs and I was like, if I can just get one A-level, like it would mm. feel like I've accomplished something. So I went to a drama teacher and I said, I've not got in, I don't know what to do. And all, cause they told me really, really late that I hadn't got in. So when I was applying to other schools in my area for for sixth form there was no places I, was like, I, don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do um and obviously at this time you're only 16 you have to be in education till you're 18 so I was like I'm gonna have to go to college I, ju- I just didn't want to go um and my drama teacher was like she was um from Middlesbrough so she had a slight Geordie accent and she'd be like wait let me go and sort it so <laughs> was good. Yeah, yeah we used to do that in year 10 we we had drama with her and for the whole year me and my friends would just speak Geordie and at the end she was like can I ask you a question are you good at other accents a few which ones I can do scouse now because I end up cool. speaking scouse I was on the phone oh, to you the other day it was bad and you were twanging in scouse since you've been living there now I know I know. And do you know what? It's worse with me and Vicar together because I'm like, no, do you know what I mean? And I'm like, I don't, I've never been able to. Like, I don't know what you mean. I don't know what you mean. And I've never been able to do a Scouse accent. It's really, really hard, Mm. but now I can do it. I can do a few. Yeah. But Connor's really good at accents. What can he do? All sorts. He's very good at Irish. Is he? (laughs) Yeah, he's really, really good. You can do an Irish one. Not really. No. No. So you went through, so you got into sixth form. Yeah, so she she went and spoke to the head of year and she was like, she'll work really hard. And they were like, okay, if you work really hard. And I was like, I will. So I got in and I did my A-levels and 
they were drama or yes yeah. so it was theater studies so it was like really heavy written and the written side of life and the well the academic side of life is just not my forte yeah. at all um and it was really heavy written and i did try until it got to probably about the end and i was like i can't like i'm i can't do this i'm not a writer and then i remember our coursework had to be in on one of the days because you know you go off on study leave yes in year 13 yeah, yeah. and you have like 12 weeks holiday well yeah. it's not holiday it's six weeks revision mm. six weeks holiday i was like mm. 12 weeks of summer, <laughs> yeah. yay and um she rung me the, te the teacher one day and she was like you need to have your coursework today and i was like i've not done it so i was like on my laptop like da, 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 da. and she was like you didn't do this over oh, the no. few weeks did you and i was like no and started crying well and you got out of it well, I was genuinely sorry because I did, I, my drama teacher, like Mrs. McClurg, she was my favourite woman in the whole world and I did feel bad. But I think I just knew, I just knew that I wasn't going to be coming out with anything above yeah. a D. <laughs> I just kind of accepted fate. Did you pass in the end? I got a D. I it's got a, a D. Yeah, it's a pass. And then I got a D in English and then I mm. got like a, a merit in, it was um, B-Tech Media. Right. And then I was going to go to drama school, but I didn't apply quick enough. And I, like my friends were going to uni and I, I don't know, I kind of just <clears throat> ignored everything that like had to come mm. next and just thought, oh, I'll just, I don't, I didn't have no plan whatsoever. Yeah. So it was parents evening and I sat with my drama teacher and she said, what are you going to go and do? And I said, I, I don't know. And it was our final, final parents yeah. evening of school. And she was like, you need a plan. And I was like, yeah, I know. And my mum was sat next to me and she, she said there's a job that sometimes students do when they leave year 13 and they can come be an arts technician for the school. And it's like basically you just help do displays and help um, be a bit of a teaching assistant and help get trips organised. Right. And... I was going to ask you, how did you go from there to teach? Yeah, like, well, that was it. School? So I was like, I will do yeah, I'll that. Take, I was like, it, yeah. I'll take it. It'll be fine. But she was like, okay, well, I'll have to put you forward mm. and you know, you'll get an interview. And I was like, okay, okay. So anyway, she put me forward and I didn't even interview. I just got the job because I don't think anyone else applied. <laughs> so they were like, they need someone. Um, and then they usually, students will do that for a year. And within that year, they'll, you know, learn that you can oh, earn a yeah. bit of money yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and work. And then maybe you'll go off to uni or you'll go yeah. and get another job. And I just like, I was like, I, I don't know what to do. And I thought, well, I'll apply for drama school. So I applied to the big ones like RADA, Lambda, yeah. Rose Bruford, and like, um, you know, all the ones like that. And you have to pay a fee to audition. No. And they're like, a lot. like, yeah, they're like up to 80 quid an audition. They were really, really expensive. I don't know if they're like that anymore, but they're really expensive. And I like was like, dad, I want to apply for drama school. Can you help me with the money? Because I was on like minimum, yeah, minimum yeah, wage. Yeah. And he was like, yes. So I applied for them all and I got all my auditions and all my audition dates. And I was like, right now I need to pick some material because you have to do like a contemporary piece and like mm. a Shakespeare piece. Mm. And then it was kind of like a few months before and I was like, I can't do this. I was like, I can't do it. Because drama school is so different. There's no halls of residence. It's like you have to find somewhere to live oh, really? in London and probably get flatmates. And I was 18 and I had no money and I didn't know how I was going to afford it. Can you go it. in just to act? Or can you? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. She didn't have to do the singing and dancing. No, no, I think in some of them you do have to yeah. sing like for like one little bit. When I, I could get through yeah. that, I mean, they would be like, bloody hell, you're awful. But I would force myself to do scene? it. This is so old now. Have you seen that scene of Sane Malik auditioning for uh, X Factor? No. It's so funny. Is it <laughs> bad? He, he hates it. And they're making him and Harry and Niall. And this, at this point, is they're this not... Is this when they put them in the group? Yeah, it's prior to that. So they're not a group yet. And oh. then Zayn just walks off. No. He, yeah, he just goes sits down. I think, I don't know if it's part of like the drama, but he goes and like sulks and sits He's a bit down. of a sulky boy, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, and then they come over and they're like, come on, you'll be okay. Um, But yeah, and I just cancelled them. And yeah. I was like... Mm, sorry, I can't go. Yeah. And uh, to be fair, places like Rada, I mean, you're aiming so high and they don't tend to take on many 18-year-olds because they like people to have a bit of life experience. Right, I got you. But how many people are auditioning? Oh my God, Th from all over the world. And it's 80 quid a pop. Yeah. They're making a fortune just on app application. I know. If it's still the same, I'm sure it was about 80 wow. quid. It was a lot. It was definitely over 50. So you went back to school? So I, and... I just stayed for like yeah. four years. And then obviously the longer I stayed, the more I kind of knew the ropes and would start to cover lessons. 
and just got more responsibility. So I would cover all the time. What and were you covering? Like what kind of classes? Well, so it started as drama, music and art because that's mm. what I was, that was, yeah, yeah. they were my subjects that I was placed in. And drama I knew, I, I did the GCSE and I mm. half did the A-level, but I knew, I knew the courses and I knew all the plays for GCSE. So I could do that. And very often I would, um, on the um, show days of GCSE, mm. there would be like a kid that doesn't turn up or a kid that's like, I'm not doing it. So I'd have to step in and do the GCSE like with the other kids and like have a script Whoa. in hand. And then I got my own drama lesson, wow. which was year nine, but they were just like, they didn't want to be there. They were, it was no yeah, GCSE. Yeah. It was just like, you have you to do. to be there. Kind of, so I tried to get as much out of them as I could, but year nine boys that are not into acting and just want to play football, like it was hard. What's that show with that Australian guy who's a drama teacher? Mr. G. I'm just imagining this in my head. You, <laughs> yeah. you like, running around like, woo, like, Mrs. Watch G me, I can do this. Add it, everyone sit yeah. down, I'll show you. <laughs> but yeah, and then I remember once I had to cover a maths lesson and I failed maths about a five maths times. Lesson. I never got my maths UCC. And they let you cover it? Yeah, they were really low staffed. What? They were really low staffed. But it is like you get the work and it's like, right, that's what you have to yeah. do. And if you ask me for help, I will not know I any will of the not answers. Know. So. Like, you need to wait for your real teacher. You shouldn't be asking me. You should be asking your neighbour. So when did you start posting on socials? At what point in this arc were you like... Lockdown. Gonna... So were you, work... were you working in the So school? I was working and then the school shut in the May. Right. And I was just sent home. And I didn't okay. know if I was going to have a job because I was like, well, how? Because obviously redundancy started, mm. people was losing their jobs. Mm. Um, and I thought if the schools open up, I don't know if I'm guaranteed a job yeah. back. And um, I didn't want to go into teaching. I didn't want to do that. I always knew that I didn't want to do that. But I'd been very, very lazy with acting. Um, I'd done a diploma and... I did, I did well in that and I enjoyed that because it, I was a bit older and I was like, right, actually, no, I want to get my ass mm. into gear a little bit. Mm. Um, so I did, I did, had my diploma and I wanted to act, but we always got told you can't just sit at home and wait for a casting director to knock on the door and 100%. go, we've heard your fab. Yeah come be on this show. And mm. I feel like that's what I was waiting for. Mm. I was like, oh, I'm sure someone, well, how's everyone gonna know if you're not doing anything? So I was like, right, I need to actually do something. So I was sent home with nothing to do and I was just doing a bit of marking, but there was really nothing to do. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so bored. Um, and I didn't even have TikTok, the app, cause all the kids would be on it at school. Yeah. And I thought it was just like, they'd be dancing in the side of the classroom. And I, they were like, Miss, have you got TikTok? And I'd be like, no. Mm -hmm. um, and I downloaded it because I was on Twitter and people were sharing really funny videos on Twitter from TikTok. Right. And I was like, oh, okay, this is quite funny. So I downloaded the app. And then lip syncs were the thing. Do you remember? Yeah, I do. People do lip syncs to like TV shows, reality shows, films. And I thought, oh my God, that's so funny. I love it. So I was like, okay, I could, I I could do so that. So was lip sync the first video that you posted? It was for like the first three months was just lip syncs. And I found oh, some of them the other it. day. <laughs> yeah. They good. Oh. Do you know what? My timing is impeccable. <laughs> that is, they are quite difficult to get the timing They right. would take me hours. Like certain people can do it way better than other people. Yeah, I did a um, Love Island scene. Do you remember the Love Island scene with Maura and Tom was like being rude to her about going into the hideaway and then she's in the girls' dressing room Tom comes up and he's like, rrr, 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 and she's like, what? And there was like four characters and I had to do it like in chronological order. So you'd have yeah. to get changed and do one and lip sync it and then get changed back in and do it. But yeah, they always take me hours. So I did that for like three months. And, and when was the first time you started getting... So you were posting these videos, you weren't in school, so the kids didn't know you were... No, so I, I started posting them on private and yeah. then my brother was like, Monica, just... Just go, it. just yeah. go. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can work in a high school and be on social media. Well, what would have, because they would have had a social media policy, right? Yeah. I, well, I think so. I don't really know. But I just thought it's not appropriate yeah. if I get a following and then go back to yeah. school. But I was, my brother was like, but you don't want to stay in the school. So why would you hold back on something that you want to do for something that you don't That's want to advice. do? So I was like, yeah, true. So there was a job going at my mum's office where she works and um it was just like a receptionist kind of job mm. um and I was like I'll take it 
because then I can leave the school and post whatever I want. Mm. Um, so I did, and I have no idea what I was doing at that office to this day. I was like, oh my God, this is, but it was like, it was a means to an end. I yeah. had to earn money yeah, yeah. to- Because at this point you wouldn't have been earning money from No, socials. nothing. So I was like, I need to have a job to earn money and then I can post whatever I want. So I was like, absolutely going for it. And then we got put on furlough because the lockdown came back. Mm. So I used the furlough to absolutely hammer videos like every day, two a day, it's so one funny, a day. I've done a few of these interviews now and so many people have a similar story mm. about how if it wasn't for lockdown, they're not sure if this would no, have been. No, I don't know if I would have done would have it. Been a thing. No, I, I totally agree. I don't know if I would have, have fallen into it, but. Yeah. And then I got put on flexi furlough, which is working like twice a week. And then they wanted me back full time. And I was like, no. <laughs> At this now. point I was earning a little bit of money that would so keep me afloat. How long did it take for you to go from posting mm. first video mm. to it popping off? It's starting to do I would numbers. say it popped off when I started doing my own skits. Right. Because I think people appreciate your own work. Yeah, yeah. So I did my, so I got TikTok in the May. So actually, yeah, I started posting skits, I believe it was in the August. Right. And I would say by the January, February, it was, it was like well. I was on a roll. And then I was getting like 100K followers a month. But then you... So then you've been on there for a good eight, nine months. Yeah. Before it started to yeah. really do anything. Probably, yeah. Posting like regularly. Yeah. How many times were you posting day, like per day? Or were you once. once a day? Sometimes twice, but usually just once a yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Until until I probably got like 100K mm. or something like that. But it was, I remember when it got to like 9,000 and I was like, I just wanted to say 10K. I just want to see the K. Yeah. And then you're like, I just want it to say 100K. Yeah, and I just yeah, want it to yeah. say a million. Yeah. It's always a milestone. It is. But how did you know that you were ready to take the step from, because there'll be a lot of people that are in your position or were or in the position where you, you were. Mm. How did you know that it was time to not go back to work? Well, number one, they asked me to come back full time and I just thought, I don't <laughs> no, know if I can it. mentally do it. I yeah. really didn't enjoy it. And I know people go to work and do a job that they don't enjoy. I totally get that. But yeah. because I had something else that I could rely on, I was earning roughly my monthly salary. From in, socials? From socials. Than from what? From brand deals? From or? brand deals. Oh, okay. And I was earning probably more from the creative fund than what I do now. I don't That's earn crazy. that much anymore. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if it's changed or what, but um, but I was like, okay, I can, even if I get like, and I was living at home. Mm. So I was like, if I can get one advert a month, it could probably see me for two months if I really, really am careful with it. But mm. it just, it just. Kept going. It, one of the things that so many people, when they knew you were coming on, wanted to ask is how the hell do you come up with all these ideas? Like, where does it come from? And does it get tough? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I do have dry spells, yeah. definitely. Or I'll, so I have, I've shown you before the list of ideas mm. in my phone and it, like I scroll and scroll and scroll. And very often I'll look at an idea and I'm like, oh, I'm really not in the mood to do it. I don't know how to describe it, but I'm like, oh, can't bother to do that idea. I'll do this one. But very often when I'm doing an idea, I get another idea yeah. that comes off the back of that. Mm. Or like, I'll just be walking in the street, like me and Connor were on a walk the other day and I was like, oh my God, we need to do when mums are judging other houses. Mm. Just oh, I from saw that. Sight, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, and then I'm like, I don't know. I'd like love, when I'd I, love that kitchen. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, that's nice. Let's see what I'm right, move. Like, it just, and also my mum. Yeah. She is just the mum of mums. How many times, though, do you write down an idea? You're like, that is, that's golden. That's going to be brilliant. And then you start it and you're like, this is shit. All the time. Yeah. A lot. Or I'll film something and edit it and think, oh, I think and it'll like not, not do, do very well. well yeah. Or then some that I'll just re I'll film it really quick just off the bat, like, oh, this might be okay. Post it and it'll do really well. See, that's something that we're hearing so much of. It's, yeah. it's the ones that you just don't even care about. Yeah. But then the question is, do you, does it matter then in terms of actually putting in all this time and effort to make it like perfect or should you just get content out? I don't think it should be perfect, but I think like that's being shown to us already with like an example of Alex Earl. Yeah. She's gone absolutely mental. Her get ready with me's are not set in this 
beauty room where there's lights, lights. She's literally just like hungover, doing a bit of makeup. Like, oh, my friend just walked in. She wants me. Like, it's so natural. Yeah. And I think it does better because it's relatable. I remember when we first started working together, I think you maybe had two, maybe three characters. Mm. We were talking about doing more characters. Oh, yeah. I don't think you'd have, you'd opened your mind up yet to doing more and more and more characters. What was that kind of like stumbling block for you about not wanting to? I think it's because I knew that the characters I had worked. Did well. And I yeah. was, I guess also like actually a little bit nervous mm. to create more characters and people be yeah. like, this is rubbish. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Um, you but must also, have tried a few that didn't work, right? Yeah, I tried a few. I did try a few. Um that they would do all right but I would always go back to like what works but there's a few that I don't do anymore like the popular girl I don't do her anymore yeah. she's kind of oh, yeah. she's in the past she's, she's not so popular anymore she's not so popular anymore I fell out with her um I don't know I felt a little bit old to be getting old the, yeah to be getting oh. the bloody school town I felt a bit of a weirdo I was like oh I just but I'll do that in like a different way so like the Saki girl yeah just Fair like enough. out of the yeah. uniform not so high school yeah, maybe she's got her first job and it's better than everybody else's job. Yeah. yeah. So I, I kind of left her in the past. And then there's other characters that I've done that I've done so well. And I like Dossie, the dinner lady. I've not done her in a while. Yeah. And I'm always like, I need to do her again. But I don't know why. Just the mum skits mm. or teach skits just come. Do you enjoy doing different characters or would you rather just stick to the ones? No, I do like doing like different it. characters. I do. And I always come up with like me and Connor. And Connor's always like, oh, you should do this. And I should do that. And I'm like, yeah. And I've got some like filmed on my phone, like different ideas, but I, I get scared to put them out there in case people are like, I know, I know you should just absolutely do it. But mm. I do get nervous in case people are like, we want mum. That's quite an, a thing. That's quite a, a regular thing that we hear from creators is they're worried about what their audience will say. If yeah. they post content that's not the same as the content that they've always been posting, how do you deal with that? How do you deal with when your fans are maybe like, oh, I hate it. Or, oh, I don't want that. Or maybe I don't hate it, but I don't want to see that type of content. Like, how do you deal with that, I guess, like negativity? I think because, like, it's so lovely when people follow your journey and, like, really invest their time mm. in into your videos. And I guess you think, like, oh, I don't want to upset anyone and yeah. I want to give them the things they enjoy. But... You know, at the same time, as much as it's for them, it's also for you. Yeah. And if you do want to put something on your social media page, Especially you are when allowed. It's your portfolio for acting. Yeah. So I guess I just be like, oh well, there's lots of other characters still. Just yeah. ignore this one. But I do. I it wouldn't really upset me too much. Has actually. it ever got to the point where they've been actively like hating? Have you do ever you, had much hate? Do you know what? I've actually been very, very fortunate yeah. in terms of like I've like touch wood have never been completely ridiculed yeah i mean to be fair there was an ad one that i was about to say a few ads it and got people boosted have, and it so got boosted not, again it's not really your audience then no it gets taken to like a completely different audience yeah. of like teenage boys that are just being weird or mm. just inappropriate or just like i've been quite lucky with the fact that the main negative comment that I've only ever get is like, women aren't funny. And I'm like, oh, okay. it's so boring. Yeah. Like, okay. But boring, I don't yeah. find that insulting to me. I just find that in general, in, in general to women, I'm just like, it's so frustrating. Yeah, I've got a million people following me that would disagree. On yeah, that, just but... like start with that. Like what a disrespect to like your mums yeah. and like your sisters, your aunties. Like yeah. it's just so disrespectful, but it's never like, oh God, you've... Do you think that the female comedy creators on TikTok and other social media platforms do get a harder time of it than the male ones? Yes, probably, yeah, because they're yeah. like ev like a lot of the female comedians that I follow will get women women aren't funny. This is why women aren't for like it's just like, well, stop watching it then. Like block me. <laughs> I don't I'm not you don't have to stop. comment as well. Like but you like, could just scroll. Just scroll. But like yeah. the more you comment on my videos, the more my videos are gonna come up on your page. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> leave me alone. They're just not realizing that. No. Like, why does this person keep coming up? It's because you're commenting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know a lot about acting, mm. as you can probably tell, but I know you have to be incredibly thick-skinned because there's a lot of rejections, a lot yeah. of no's, a lot of auditions, like you're saying. Do you think mm. that's helped with your social media? Because you've got to be really resilient on there as well because for, for the first eight months, your account wasn't doing what it's doing now. 
Yeah, I would actually say it's the other way around because my social media grew quicker than acting. my acting. Yeah. So actually getting the thick skin from social media has helped with, with acting, I would say, because I've only got like one job that I've auditioned for mm. in the past year. It's tough. The rest yeah. have been no's. So, but it's not like, I'm not upset about it because I'm like, so even to get social. an audition no, right, yeah. is so hard. Like it's so hard. So even to get the auditions, I'm like, yes, as long as someone's mm. seeing my profile. Do you, I shouldn't ask this as your management company, but do you think that it, social media sometimes has a negative effect on your acting? Yes. I think so, sometimes you're pigeonholed as the TikToker. Yes, which yeah. is, I think, very easy mm. to have. And I think b because I've come from TikTok, it, it would be like, yeah. oh, she's come from TikTok. And I, and I think there's nothing wrong with coming from TikTok at all. I mean, no, the platform no. is fantastic. But if I was on TV, I wouldn't, it would probably be, if it was a part, playing a character it would probably come from my agent my acting agent and i think people would watch it and think oh well she's come from tiktok i think you're like oh no i've come from my acting yeah, i've been doing so, this longer yeah than my socials yeah but there's nothing wrong with coming from tiktok and i think you should like it should be something that you're proud of because i think social media is this new portfolio of talent and i think it's fab mm. um so would you suggest for every young actor out there to get on to socials i think if you can and if yeah. you're brave enough to do it it's a hard thing to do it's yeah. a scary thing to do if you've got an idea i just think the way that i thought was i had no real skill set apart from like i felt like i could do the acting but i couldn't do the dancing i couldn't do the singing i can't do gymnastics i'm not like a diver i can't do archery but like all these skills so on spotlight which is like the home of casting yeah. it has a skill set and this skill set is pages long like like yoga archery karate like d are you driving like it's huge have you ever put one on there that you're not quite no because i'm like do you know I what because there's like a scene in friends where joey says you can speak french yeah yeah, yeah. i know because if yeah. you are in an audition and, and they they're like you oh you've said it. that you are like a professional yoga woman mm. <laughs> Can you show us some moves? I'd be like, I can't even touch my toes. So no, it would be so embarrassing because like, yeah. and, and um, Connor always says this as well, like if you couldn't stand up and show someone mm. that you can do it, you can't put it down. Yeah. Or like instruments, yeah. people love it if you can play an instrument. Mm. They can play hot cross buns on the recording and that's as like talented Is that on your spotlight? No. You should put it on. I should actually. You never know when that might come up as a part. I've definitely put some accents on that I'm like, Ah, but I, yeah, I, but I did it for a whole week before. Yeah, exactly. You could you could wing it. Yeah. Do you think that you growing other platforms will help you get out of this pigeonhole of a TikToker? Yeah, then I you're think... more of like a social media creator. Yeah, I think so, definitely. And I think it's important to put yourself... Because do you know what? There's different audiences on every single platform. 100%. It's crazy. Yeah. So like my Twitter is probably like 90% teachers. All That's teachers. where my cousin follows you. She sent, really? me, sent me a video the other day about, I can't remember what it was. Oh, you were calling somebody's mum. Yes. And like saying about a detention. It's not on TikTok yet. Is it not? No. It's just on Twitter. It's on Twitter and YouTube. So you stagger posts to yeah. different platforms. See, not all creators do that. No, I sometimes I'm like, oh, I'll put this one Why out here tonight. Why do you do that? Um, honestly, because I'm not organised. <laughs> Look, there's no, there's no strategy. It's just... No, there's no strategy to it really. I, it's um, also because like sometimes the captions, I have an app where I do captions and very, sometimes the captions don't work and I really try and not put out something that doesn't have captions. Whereas on TikTok, it has its own caption section and on Instagram. So if I'm really struggling with this app, mm. I can put captions on there, but I'll wait for the app to work to put it on YouTube. And then if I can do the captions on the on the app, I'll get it straight on YouTube or straight on Twitter. And then I think, oh, I can't bother to do more captions on the other one. So yeah. I'll just hang fire. So it's no strategy really, but... It is though like a strategy. A I guess they're, so, they're, an they're unintentional An unintentional strategy. one, but some creators do do it to kind of make certain platforms feel more unique, especially yeah. when they're trying to, for example, like I know your YouTube's done really well lately. If you're trying to get people from your TikTok over to your YouTube, they put exclusive content for like a week onto YouTube first. Yeah, I would say YouTube sees yeah. all of my work first. Really? Yeah. 
So you're prioritizing YouTube, yeah. really? Yeah, I am. How come? Because, um, because there's probably more money in it. <laughs> it's not. It's not a bad thing to say. Like the the platforms need to get better at yeah. monetizing content, and YouTube have just taken the first step. But in do you doing know that. what? They're so supportive. Like mm. that little plaque that they sent. It was not even that little. They yeah, sent it's me a pretty full, big plaque. It's yeah. a big plaque. Sent me a plaque for 100k. Like how. Mm nice is that mm. to make you feel part of like make it really feel like an achievement i remember when i hit a million followers on tiktok and i was sat it's when i was living in london and i was sat with um millie oh yeah and it like it just went and we were like oh my god yay youtube are good with that and if you get to you get a gold one at a million don't you yes and then you get platinum plat- 10 million is, is it 10 million 10 million's a I've, I've, I worked with a creator who got one. Is that your neck? Yeah. Are you okay? Oh, I'm so sorry. I've, I'm I'm tightening up. Oh, I'm awful. That's not good, Mon, is it? No. It's half right, is that, isn't it? No. That's what I, my mum used to tell, tell me, you, don't crack true. your knuckles. It's not true. Is that your elbows? My elbows. I know, my neck goes Mom, oh. definitely not a yoga teacher. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that's why I, I like creak when I move. <laughs> yeah, with, with YouTube, it's a diamond... It's yes. like a diamond block. Like I've seen it and it's so heavy and it comes in like a briefcase. <gasps> yeah, so is that what, 10 million? Yeah, so you just need to get 10 mil. Oh, bring it on. We're at 100K. Let's keep going. So but how, I, yeah. How do you deal with, um? how do you deal when your views aren't, because right now TikTok views are all over the place. All Every over creator the place. I'm talking to is like, why are my views not doing well? Yeah. I'm going to quit. Like, fuck this. But everybody's views are down. How do you deal with it when you start to get, you know, lower than wanted views and engagement? Do you know what? I actually feel really sad. I feel so sad. And very often, actually, and this is a flaw that I need to stop doing, I'll delete the content. And I'm like, I'll try and repost it tomorrow Mm. and see if it does any better. Because I'm like, like, it doesn't make sense. There's an argument not to repost it though, isn't there? Because the the algorithm will read that it's not a brand new video. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense because they still do shit. (laughs) So It is tough though because so many creators that we speak to on our roster are like, I've deleted it because it wasn't doing well. It is hard. It's like it's very disheartening. And everything TikTok tells us, and you can't believe everything they tell you, but they always say don't delete. Yeah. But you do delete. I have been a sucker for a delete. delete. I have been trying lately to just leave it and let it let it go. Be what it will be. Because it is evergreen as a platform. Yeah. Month down the line, it could take off. And I think, but I think it's so easy as a creator to get in your own head about this and be like, oh, it's not getting at least two hundred k or three hundred k for whatever. Like I'm not funny anymore. Like people don't like that. Must be such because when we speak to like beauty creators or fitness creators, they don't have. It's not as I guess subjective or creative as comedy mm. is that quite like a hard hitting thing to you when you don't get the views? Yeah, like I think it's like, am I not being pushed, or are people do people just not like it? But you can't you can't let it like ruin you and be like, oh, that's it, I'm gonna quit. Like I, I wouldn't think I'm gonna quit, mm. but it's just like, okay, I need to I need to create something mm. better. I suppose it's just like a bit of a kick in the ass to be like who do you on. talk to when your views go down do you talk Connor, Connor. just my boyfriend Has it been... and Vic to be fair <laughs> like my views are shit he's like my views are shit not Rosie because Rosie would be like go away when I come yeah I try not to nag sometimes I do message Rosie and I'll be like what's going on she'll be like we've got loads of creators saying the yeah. same thing so I'm like oh it's not a personal attack it's yeah. like you've just got to think do you know what it's just doing its thing and it's obviously pushing different people on the For You page at that time. So Connor's an actor as He's well. an actor. How has it been dating an actor? Has it been a good support system? Oh my God. Just knowing what the day in, day out, even just like, I think about this sometimes when I when I think about you. <laughs> but when I'm like talking to you, I'm like, it's gotta be a different day structure to mm. a lot of people because you're filming content, but you don't need to be in an office at night. Yeah. What's that like? Has it been good, I should say, having him to Yeah, but his structure's like the same. We don't have like proper structure. And I think it's very important to have routine. Mm. Like humans thrive on routine. And like I'm So do you have like a filming routine? No. No, just every day. And I should do because I can get quite lazy. 
And I'm like, oh, I can't be bothered. But it's good having the dog because you've got to get up and you've got to walk mm. the dog for like at least an hour and then you've got to feed the dog again. And yeah, Toby to- came on and he he's just got a dog and he was saying the same thing. Like he finds it really hard to have routine yeah. as a creator and he got a dog and it's really helped. Oh, it's helped massively yeah. with both of us as well because when mm. Connor's not working, um, not filming anything, he is doing his tutoring. Mm. Um, and that's like so many times a week, but it's in the evening. So he's got all, all day. day. Yeah. So yeah, little Nelly definitely does help. I, and I, do you know what though? Like I've always been like this. I've never been this person that's like, oh, I'm going to get up and have a smoothie and go to the gym. Like, You're not as bad as like some creators I know that, that wake up at like 2 p.m. every day. No, 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 You're no, You're still no. like an early riser. Yeah, I try and get up yeah. by eight. That's good for a creator. Four creators got up at eight, my life would be. Yeah. But yeah, going back to Connor, I, I guess it's got to be quite... Because if you were dating someone that was like nine to five, mm. finance guy, he would oh, just no. want to No, I wouldn't. And like, also I could not survive that life yeah. now. My mum always says to me, God knows what you do, you have to get a proper job. <laughs> Hopefully that never has to happen. And get fingers crossed. <laughs> But I'm just, yeah, you can get quite lazy with it and it's Mm. important to, I think it's very easy to have these periods where you feel very not so creative and um, actually if you look back on what you have done and the jobs that you've actually had and had to get up at six in the morning and go to work and you've not got home till five and if you looked then and someone said to you in a couple of years this is what you'll be doing you'll be working for yourself just making content oh my god you'd be like no i think we're really bad as a human race in Mm. reflecting on what you've actually done yeah but how do you get out of those creative holes where you just can't you're like, I don't know like I've done this a million times I've talked yeah. to Maisie like like Maisie just leave Ma- off girl <laughs> Maisie I've had enough <laughs> just go out with your friends how do you like get out of that I just have a like sometimes I'll just have a day or two where I'm just Lash. being mopey yeah. and then I'm like I don't know it, I'll just be like right I need to stop it now and you mm. don't get that by just sitting about moping you're like no come on girl no. chin up and just a bit of like self Mm. but as well like what I try and do is when I have a filming days I'll film like multiple bits of content so I can because you're in that flow it's kind of like a writer isn't it yeah 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 is that is that the biggest challenge for you on social media that keeping the motivation motivation the creativity yeah I would say so yeah Mm. what about like the engaging with fans like the like do you reply to fans do you Sometimes, yeah, I'm definitely not the best at it. I I read them. I do read them and I like to like quite a lot and I appreciate it. Oh my goodness, appreciate it so much. And do you know what the the support and love on Jobs Worth is probably the first time I felt overwhelmed with support. So talk about Jobs Worth because I wanted to talk to you about it. What is it for anyone that's not watched it? Get on it, number one. It is a sketch show that, so I had this idea, right? And this was last year, beginning mm. of last Been year. About it for a while. A long time. Yeah. And I was like, I want to do a proper sketch show. I want it to be on TV. I want to be Victoria Wood and mm. Catherine Tate all in one. And that's yeah. what I want to do. And I was like, I need to do it with someone. And I wanted to do it with someone really funny. And mm. Chris Hall. Oh my God, I could just sing his praises all day. Mm. He is hilarious. Mm. He's one of the most quick-witted people I've ever met. He does stand-up, right? He does stand-up, yeah. You've never done stand-up, right? Never, never will. Never will? (laughs) Never will. It's so hard. Really? Oh my God, it's so hard. So much more different than doing a So different. And it really takes courage to stand up and just hope that you make a live audience, like, scary, try and make Mm. them laugh. And he does it so so well and um we've done a few skits together which went down really 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 well well. and he just makes me laugh like i don't know i sometimes i find it hard to actually like you know when you watch tiktok and you're like oh that was funny but you know when you see someone you're like you're making me really really laugh like you are there's something were you sometimes filming with him and just laughing all the time all the time we have so many bloopers um and i was like i want to do this thing and this is how I want to do it and da 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 and we were running through ideas and um I was like I was going to create a skit with a lollipop lady and I was going to call her Lola Lola the lollipop Mm. lady do you remember and I was like why don't we just take that idea 
and be two lollipoppers and just and just go around and it kind of only got to the actual day so we we put it off for so long mm. Because I find that actually the hardest thing is actually doing it. Yeah, 100%. And then when you've actually done it, you're like, oh my God, why did it take so long to do it? Um, That's social but media it's effort, in a nutshell. isn't it? Just, it's just, like, yeah, but just doing it, yeah. just getting started. Because you'll get better and you'll always look back on your videos from a year ago and be like, what was I doing? Yeah, 100%. Like just, just, just do, it. do it. So we filmed and we didn't really have a proper idea about what we were going to be doing until the day of filming. We like discussed a few ideas. And we were like, right, well, we'll just film in this one area and we take our jobs very seriously. We didn't have a name for the the mm. show. And we filmed it and it was so fun. We had the best time. I roped Connor in. I was like, come on, get in the car. Yeah, stories come here. Yeah, and it was so fun and it just became this, like two lollipop people and I was like right we'll just continue on this route and we had kind of a structure of of right we'll do the first scene here and then we'll we'll move outside and then we'll have lunch mm. and then we'll kind of end it and we just like freeballed it mm. and um we could not think of a name after we'd done it and I was like oh, I kind of want to keep it in in this job realm of like it's people who are in di very different jobs very different characters um, but taking their jobs very seriously, no matter who they were or what they do. And I was like, oh my God. Well, do you know what? I called someone Jobsworth. And my mum was like, do you know what that means? Who was it? I don't even know. And I don't even know what they did, but I, I was like, oh, he's a Jobsworth. And my mum was like, that's not what Jobsworth means. I thought it was just an insult. <laughs> it is an insult, isn't it? To someone that takes their job very seriously. Yeah. But I was just called like this random guy Jobsworth. And mum was like, what do you mean? Like, it was just like, it didn't make any sense. And she was like, a job's worth is someone that like takes their job so seriously. So, like, that it's seriously. like, yeah, then they're a bit of a job's top. worth. Yeah. And I was like, oh, right, that's mm. what it means. And then me and Connor were on the way back from his parents and I was trying to think of names and he was trying to think of names and I was like, oh, a job's okay. worth. Yeah. It's perfect. that's what they are in that. That's what they are. Yeah. So, and I sent it to Chris and he was like, yes, mm. that's it. So that was it. And that's nice, what it yeah. will continue to be. Yeah. And what's the hope for it? So we have some filming planned for this year and we're going to kind of expand the ideas a little bit. Mm. I'm not going to give too much away. Away from lollipop people? Yeah, so like, so they will be set characters within Jobsworth. Right, got you. But there will be more characters. So it'll kind of be meet. like, um, probably a bad thing to reference, but like Little Britain with like different... Yeah, or like different... the Catherine Tate show. Yeah, better as one. like a yeah. slightly... Cleaner. Cleaner. <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, not that clean. I watched it the other day, like original episodes. Mm. Pretty risky these days. What? Ka Catherine Tate? Yeah. yeah, she, you yeah. know, yeah, to be fair, they were yeah. risque, some of them. Do you actually, that's actually a really good topic. Do you think that, or do you ever worry about some of the things that you make jokes about now are things that people are not going to be able to make jokes about in 10 years' time? No, but I am very careful. You are very not clean. that I. I don't really make yeah. those jokes anyway. But I am careful because mm. I would hate to upset anybody. Have you ever upset anybody? Yeah. Yeah. The the mum's um, getting home on a Friday night with a bottle oh, of wine. Yeah. Well, number one, it upset people that had ice in my wine. And I was like, look, <laughs> hon, you don't need to put any ice in yours. Yeah. But people, I was getting comments being like, you're promoting alcohol for parents. And I was like... No, I'm not. Sorry. But like, I, if I did something wrong, I will always hold my hands yeah, up. I'll yeah. always take responsibility. Mm. But no, I'm not. That must be so frustrating <laughs> when people do take jokes just in the wrong way. It's just like, or someone someone said, it's not, this isn't a good message. And I was like, this, it's not a message at all. Not, There's no I'm message. sending this out to no. mums out there saying, please drink. Mums, you need to have a drink <laughs> on a Friday. Like, oh no. my God, like, I don't care what you do on a Friday. It's, it's just this made up character. It's just an yeah. impression of my mum yeah. being a bit silly, taken to the next level because she never really did that. But it's not. A reality show. Well, this that's isn't comedy, how isn't I it? Act. That, it's an over-exaggeration of real life. Yeah, I can't let everything. I really like you. what Ricky Gervais says about that. Have you heard what he said? Yeah. What is it like? It, how can you go through life? How can to you think be so arrogant, arrogant to, to think, think that people aren't allowed to offend you? Yeah, and like actually, you're offending me. <laughs> yeah, that is so, so true because <laughs> they've made the effort to comment on your page, be offensive. 
they don't know how that's going to affect you. No. You might quit. You're like, right, I'm done. That's done with it. socials. Yeah. Now, Have no more job. Now no job. Yeah. They don't think of it like that. You couldn't. You probably couldn't be cleaner. No, your, and I really do compared try. Compared to like even some of the people we were talking about prior yes. to this. You're way cleaner. Well, I do. I make sure I don't swear. Mm. But that's only because, like, I know that I have quite a lot of a young following. So which I... means, again, you're taking the time to be conscious of your audience, which not everybody does. Mm. So you're already making a better step than most people. And you have got to be careful. Mm. You have. Um, I'm so excited for these future skits of jobs. Oh, I know. We've got some good ideas as well. We've kind of got, we've got two set ideas. Yeah. We just need one more. When are you, so when are you planning on? July. Okay. Beginning of July. I think because, well, to be fair, we could probably do sooner, but I think Lives we need better weather. Yes, because I remember raining last time all day. you had to cancel it, didn't you? Just cause the we day. had to cancel it and then the weather was still rubbish on the day we actually did it, but we mm. just thought we'll just have to do it. And it was fine, to be honest, but it'd be just nice to do it in nicer weather. Yeah. And then the hope maybe it gets picked up by a TV channel. Yeah, hopefully. If you're watching TV channel people. Hit me up, yeah. BBC. ITV, Channel 4, Netflix, any of you. <laughs> but, um, Hulu, we'll take anyone. Yeah, anyone. But that was kind of our hope. So we reached out to a few and we were kind of we were kind of getting somewhere, mm. but we needed more material. Yeah. And because we thought we're not going to film again until July, we don't want to mm. be sat on something that we paid quite a lot of money to do yeah. it and a lot of time and effort. And we thought, well, we'll just put it on social media because you don't know what you can get out of it. No. Like what we all have. It's done exactly. us all right so far. Exactly. So. For you and Chris, that's where your success has come yeah. from. Working with brands. Yeah. Do you, do you like it? Like, yeah. Do you like what what's your experience be I guess the, the main thing I want to talk to you about brand work is I find that the comedy creators have a way it's more intricate yeah. working with brands because they're partnering with you because you're funny. But then they want you to say the things they want you to say for the brand message. And then comedy is subjective. Like the amount of times I've sent not just your videos, but other comedy creators' videos to brands. And they've gone, I just don't think it's funny. And you go, Oh, really? And, you, and you're going, maybe not with yours because they're all funny. But in terms, <laughs> but it's it's so subjective. And I'm of going, Of course it is, yeah. Sorry brand manager i didn't know you were an expert in comedy yeah all right show us some stand-up then exactly in terms of comedy creators for us the big thing is get a creative concept signed yeah. off as thoroughly and as detailed as possible yeah because then it's like if you can't do it then fine and i always say as long as i can do it as a skit yeah that's okay or if you end up then doing it and then they say oh, don't like it we go well you signed off on the creative. yeah i got a dancing one once and i was like no and they're like, like, you can make it into a skit. And I was like, okay. But they were like, you have to include three of the moves. Mm. So I did. I did make it skitty. What was it like navigating? Because when you first started working with brands, you didn't have management, right? Like right in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. What was that? Like, did you even know how to price yourself? What no. to negotiate on? What to sign? Like, No, nothing. I don't even think I signed something for the first job I did. <laughs> Yeah. Really? Yeah. How many like we how many campaigns did you work on without any kind of I advice? I think it was like one or two. Okay. It wasn't it's not many. Loads. How important is it in your opinion for actors who have a social media following to also have social media managers as well as acting? I don't I don't I can't really say because yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm a big enough actor to know that. Yeah. Like because I don't know what offers because they'll have managers, I'm assuming, because mm. you, you get um, actors promoting certain bits, don't yeah. you, on social media, but yeah. I don't know where that would come through. Mm. I'm not quite sure. It depends, I think, because like, there'll be loads of actors that are not bothered about social media at all and yeah. want nothing to do with it, which is absolutely fine, or some that might want to do like 50-50. And in that case, I would say, well, you probably need... Because the worlds are so different. Mm. They're very, very different. That's more what I'm saying. Like, do oh, you, yeah, do yeah, you yeah. think if they do, if they, if you've got an actor really wants to be on socials, has a good social media following, do you think it's important to have a social media manager? Yeah, it's very, very different. Because? It's very different because like, there's so much, it's like the, the fees are very, very different mm. for a start. And like your knowledge on like usage, exclusivity, the deliverables, an acting mm -hmm. agent might not quite know, well, what 
what what do you mean one story and one reel? What does that do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas you would know, well, for a reel and you would know all the insights to send. I guess you just it's different types of knowledge. Yeah. You have knowledge of the social media realm. Mm. They'll have knowledge of the acting realm. And they work I I guess kind of similar ish. Yeah. Also really, really different. I always hold my hand up and I say that we're not we're not an acting agent. Mm. And we never try and say that we are. Yeah. So if an acting agent's like, I can do your social media management, I'm always like, Yeah. That's two completely different. I worlds. think it is important. And you have some agencies that can do both. Yeah. But they're very few and far between. Yeah. And then my, my my question is always, are they doing one of them good enough? That's it. Because you're that this is your whole focus. So mm. you know it absolutely inside and out. Mm. So would you want to be with someone that knows it inside and out or just someone that dips their toe in the exactly. water every now and then. I think it's better to just be with someone that absolutely knows everything. Probably the safest way. My final question for you. Yeah. I'm asking to everybody because you are one of the most positive people I've ever spoken to. Really? Well, we get on Zoom calls and we're there for like hours. Oh, we do like a we good do chat. Like a good we chat. have a nap. I think it's because we're Northern. Yeah. And that's what it is. Yeah. But the question I'm asking to everybody is, what's your one tip for keeping a positive mindset? I think it's very important to be grateful for the things you have. I like, and this is outside of social media. So like, I am so lucky to have a lovely family and lovely friends and a lovely boyfriend and a lovely dog. And I do stay within that circle mm. socially. Um, and I think it's very important just to do the things that you enjoy and don't go and do things that you don't enjoy. And I know that's such like a, well, yeah, but I feel like it's so easy no, it's to true. go and do things because you feel so like you have yes. to do something. Yeah. Like, just don't. Mm. And like, just do what makes you happy. And if you think, oh, actually, I'd rather not go to that because I'm not going to enjoy myself, don't go. And it's hard to say no, like if all your yeah. friends are going to something and you don't want to go. But I think it's important to just spend time with those that make you feel good mm. and have a laugh. I think laughing is one of the most important things in the world. Yeah, and I think you need to be with people that make you like belly laugh, tummy hate. I laugh. think what you're saying is very, it's about appreciating the things that maybe are outside of work or if you're a creator outside of socials, don't get so wrapped up into your numbers and your engagement and think about who your friends are, who your yeah. family is. You know, maybe you don't have a great family network or friendship network, but there'll be something outside of socials that you can 100%. dive into. Toby actually was saying one of the things that keeps him positive is that when his numbers are down, he focuses on everything else in his life. Yeah. And that's that's the key. Right? But I think that's it, isn't it? Like you can get so wrapped up in this materialistic world almost of numbers mm. and followers and engagement when that is not you. Mm. My social media isn't me, it's all characters. Mm. So what's actually important to me is the people that I spend time with and as long as you're spending time with them and being happy that, that's what's important is your family and your friends Amazing. and your dog <laughs> and your dog thank you mum thank you this cool. has been so fun